1: wwe hall of famer the world's strongest man a world champion and not one not two but three different sports mark henry and i have two amazing guests from aew how about this the chairman himself one of my favorites sean spears joins the podcast today and also it's tony time that's right it's time for aew owner and president tony khan right now on the busted open podcast Mr. Sean
0: Spears. Sir, how are you
1: this morning? Greg,
0: what's going on, man? Hell of an introduction. One of your favorites in pro wrestling. Really?
1: Now, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to be completely honest. That is true. That is true. Mark knows that. That is true. And I will say this, though. We we talk
2: off the air, and and Dave always talks about his favorites, and you're always at the top of that list, bro.
0: That's right. Well, it, it would be fantastic if you would say that a lot more on the air, Greg. You know what I'm saying? That would help me out a great deal. Man.
1: Sean, just so you know, we're on the air right now and I'm saying it. So I am saying oh. it on the air, but I have oh. to be honest too. and And, you know, I'm always completely honest. You are one of my favorites. What's stopping you from being my favorite is mm. the person you have aligned yourself with. And that oh. is MJF. MJF, that no good piece of garbage. Okay. I, 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 I hate. I hate. Useless, gonna, gonna
0: you useless gonna, piece I'm of gonna, shit. Fuck. That's right. I'm going to cut you off right there for two reasons. We're going to get into the MJF bit in a second, but first and foremost, and Mark, maybe you can help me out with this. I could have sworn I saw a clip somewhere of you doing a apron dive on some unsuspecting professional wrestlers. Yes, sir. You have clearly been watching too much AEW. You're an old school guy, Greg. Huh? Why not a solid lockup? Grab a hole. How about a, how about a snapmare? Huh? <laughs> well, well, uh, Sean, and
1: I. first of all, I appreciate you uh, complimenting me. And, you know, hey.
0: Oh, it's not gonna... a compliment. It is not a compliment. It looked like a no. yappy little parrot having a stroke mid-flight. That's what it it's looked called like The LaGre-
1: me, right? Sean, it's called the LaGreca lean, okay? And, you know, as you know, Sean, you know, you don't have to do much to get – yourself over with the crowd and get a reaction from the crowd. All I needed to do because of the aura that is Dave LaGreca was do a little bit of a lean off that apron to knock people down. I don't have to do, especially at my age, I don't have to do much, but it's effective. What I do. So, Are
0: are you saying less is more Greg? Less
1: is sometimes more.
0: Okay. All right. Fair play. Just ask Violetta. (laughs) Oh my God. There, now we're back, Greg. Now we're back,
2: buddy. <laughs> we're back. Sure. I talked to Dave after I saw that, and I, I said, listen, um, you know you're my brother. I'm gonna need <laughs> for you. When somebody started a sentence with, I'm gonna need for you to never do that again. Please.
0: I mean, but I the, the internet's forever, man. It's out there. Dude, so I'm doing it again. Mark, I'm doing it again.
1: The next time there. I make an well, do it appear I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do the Le lean. but this isn't about the no, Le Grecke Le Grecke Le Grecke. This lean. No, don't lean. Jump. Is, no, I'm leaning. There's no reason to leave my feet. I lean. Some people jump. I lean. But Paul, that's neither here nor there.
2: You're going to bring me out of retirement. That's I, what's going to happen. I, listen, if I this
1: see you lean off, oh, and sorry, Sean.
0: Mark, if you start diving, I'm going to retire. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sean, I need – because there's a lot to get into. And, of course, uh, AEW Rampage tonight, 10 p.m. Eastern Time on TNT. but, but actually special start time tonight. It's 5.30
0: tonight. Thank I mean, you. Eastern it's
1: time. 5.30 tonight. Thank you very sure. much. So that's great for me. 50, Blue Plate Special, right? Early Bird yeah. Special, 5.30. Thank you very much for that, uh, Sean. And, Sean, talk about your allegiance. Talk about your relationship with MJF.
0: Okay, it's going to piss you off a little bit, Greg, because I know how you feel, which blows my mind, because every time that guy is on your show, I'm sure your ratings jump through the roof. Hell, when his mother is on your show, your ratings jump through the roof. So why you have this battle going on with a guy that I consider one of my closest friends in the industry is beyond me. But nonetheless, I'll ask you a question. Greg, name a better duo that is not a tag team in this industry. You can't. I
1: I can't name a wait. You
0: can't. Max and I are exactly what this business should be built around. We check every single box. We can work, we can talk, and we're damn sure entertaining, which we have proven for the last year and a half of television. Hell, we were sitting in the audience during the pandemic era, betting on matches, and we looked at each other and said, you know what, we should put together the best damn wrestlers, the best damn talent this roster has. That formed the pinnacle. And since the pinnacle was put together, Every bit of television that we have been associated with has been successful. I can go on rants and raves and all that kind of stuff, but the proof is right there. Everything Max touches, everything that I touch, everything that FTR, the greatest tag team on this planet, today touches, turns to gold. And it's been evident for a year and a half. Wouldn't you not agree? I, one, I would have, have One to of
2: you guys is a damn good-looking man.
0: Well, that's why I wear no shirt underneath the suit there, Mark. That's why. the cleavage is for the ladies?
2: He picked well.
0: I
1: I want to do it it
0: for the
2: ladies, man. You're a sex symbol.
0: Well, (laughs) you said
1: it, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Sean, talk about what happened Uh, on Dynamite on Wednesday in Long Island. Uh, heroes welcome for MJF in that segment with Warler. Talk about that crowd reaction from Wednesday night.
0: New York has, uh, as oh, look. I'm going to be selfish for a second. Talk about me before we get into the Max part. But New York has always been a hot spot for myself. They've always been very receptive of me. But what happened on Wednesday night for Max was exactly what you said. It's a hero's welcome, and rightfully damn so. Every time we've been to New York, that guy is is New York. They welcome him with open arms to the point where. Uh, is CM Punk, arguably the best in the world, gets booed out of the building. Wardlow, a perfect example right now, which we knew 100% without any doubt that he was going to get booed out of the building, and he did. Max is 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 what CM Punk is to Chicago. Max is the guy. He's the guy in our industry, and he's the guy in New York. And to be out there and to see everybody kind of just – chomping at the bit to really let Wardlow know how he's actually doing, how he really is perceived was was fantastic, was second to none, I was excited to be out there New York is, you know, wrestling there's a few towns, there's Chicago, there's New York, there's Philly, there's there's your wrestling towns where uh, they're going to be brutally honest there's no pulling punches, there's no dancing around ideas of what is working and what isn't, they're honest they're brutally honest and New York is probably at the top of that list So to be in New York on that night, heroes welcome. The King was back. Fantastic. You know that. You heard it. You saw the audience.
2: Definitely did. Sean, you You know you're a double brother brother. You're you're, you're a double brother brother with me, but I, I have a bone to pick. I need to know, what is your beef with Wardlow? I know what MJF's beef is. But you're a sound, technical wrestler. You're a tough guy. You're a big, strong guy, athletic. Here we go. And from looking on the outside, looking in, I think it's like a fight for mother's love or or father's love. Uh, You and Wardlow standing so close to MJF, which he has his own gravitational pull, uh, it seems from the outside as a fan it seems like you're ousting Wardlow so you stay in good favor is, is that is that is that
0: No uh, incorrect if uh, you know, we start going down not, the hole underrated okay. if we start going down the hole uh he deserves more type rabbit hole bullshit I'm not that, that stuff drives me crazy Here's my problem okay in the midst of Max feuding with CM Punk, arguably the biggest feud of the year, arguably the biggest feud of the past five years. There was an underbelly story taking place and that was with Wardlow and myself. That guy went on a tear. That guy started to get very over. The crowd started responding to Wardlow in the most positive way possible. Why do you think that is? If you look at the common denominator, I was by his side every single second that that was taking place. I was the guy in his ear giving him the advice. One thing Wardlow lacks is experience. The guy's talented. The guy's big. The guy's strong. The guy, two, checks almost every single box in this industry except one, and he can't help right now. It's not his fault. He doesn't have the experience that I have. He mm-hmm. doesn't at the end of the day. So I'm the guy in his ear whispering. I'm the guy in his ear telling him what's right, what's wrong. I made Wardlow. While everybody was focusing on Max and CM Punk, I was making Wardlow the star that he is. And now, Mark, you've probably seen it a million times. Greg, as long as a fan of you have been, you've probably seen it or heard about it, too. When guys get a certain level or guys start getting a little bit of popularity or they start getting a little bit more money or their star rises a little bit, their thought process changes as well. And they start thinking that maybe Mm. they're a little too big for the industry. Maybe the industry owes them something. And now their whole objection of what they feel is right and wrong changes completely. Wardlow turned around and he bit the hand that fed him. We made him a star. And now he just ups and wants to go on his own. Cool. You want to do your own thing? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go do your own thing and see how that works out for you. I'm not fighting for Max's uh, admiration. I'm not siding with Max. Max does not pay me. Max does not pay me. I know the future of the industry when I've seen it. I've been around for over 20 years. I know guys like that. Max is a guy, he is the second guy that I've seen in all my 20 years that understands this business unlike any other. There's only one guy in front of him, and that's Cody Rhodes. Those are the only two guys in my 20 years that I have seen grasp, get a hold of this industry, and knows exactly where they're going far sooner than they should. The world that wants to turn his back on that, fine. It's going to cost them.
1: Let me ask you a question because you said something that's very, very interesting. Now, when it comes to Wardlow, your relationship is way past being able to sit down and talk to him. But if you were able to, what advice would you give
0: Wardlow? What advice? Yes. I'm done giving him advice. I gave him, I've given him every bit of advice. I almost taught him everything. I know almost, That's why he's so successful. The days of advice giving are over. A warning, a warning perhaps is a little bit more justified. That's what I would give him. And the warning is simple. Everybody is freaking out now because they're like, oh, Sean, you're in a cage match with Wardlow. No, the warning is this Wardlow is in a cage match with Sean Spears. That's the warning. I am a firm believer in this industry that no one deserves anything. I was taught that when I first broke in. Expect nothing and you deserve even less than that, fine. But I have spent 20 goddamn years busting my ass. And look, Greg, I'll be honest. I'll be honest with everybody now because I haven't really been honest and I haven't really been honest with myself. I've said on this show before and countless other interviews that I'm happy. Things are good, I'm right where I'm supposed to be that things are, out there not. They're not good. They're not great. And all of that is going to fall on Wardlow's shoulders because he's going to be in there with a guy that's got 20 years of pissed off just business within him, and I got nowhere else to take it out on. Wow. Wardlow's it. Are
1: you are you a little concerned about you – have, you have a match tonight on Rampage, like you said, special start time, 5.30 p.m. Eastern time on TNT tonight. Are you concerned that Wardlow could interfere or show up at some point during that matchup?
0: Wardlow doesn't work for AEW. He is not allowed in that building. He's only allowed to be in that building when he competes. And when he's in that building, he is surrounded by countless securities. And clearly we have to get more because he keeps dropping all 15 of them. Wardlow does not work for AEW. He works for Max. So, no, I'm not concerned that he's going to be in that building. He's not allowed in that building. The security, law enforcement, they all know the rules. It's protocol. It is the way it is. Tonight on Rampage, I set an example. I called myself a giant killer for a reason. And tonight I start with a guy who's 350 plus pounds. I'm going to make quick work of him. I'm going to drop him quick. And and, and Wardlow's going to be watching. That's the best part. Because he can't help it. Because at the end of the day, he's an inexperienced mark. And he's going to watch.
2: Wow. All right. Well, I mean, I, I guess enough talk. <laughs> ah.
1: Well, it's now time for the main event.
0: <laughs> is that where we're going, Mark? Uh,
2: that's what you said. That's well, what you said. You're damn right.
0: If they and, put me and Wargo in a cage and it's not the main event, it is a tragedy to this industry as a whole. AEW knows what the hell to do. Put it in the main event.
1: And, Sean, I, I, you know, that's one thing that I will say, and, and Mark knows I've said it before on this show. You're ready for the main event. It's time for you to seriously be in the main event. I think you've always been, like you said, the experience, the charisma, the personality, the showmanship, how well you've excelled in such a short time with AEW. I think it's time for you to be in that main event for sure.
0: Dave, I've been, I've been too nuts yes. and that's on me. Not in front of the camera, behind the camera. I've been too nice. No is a very powerful word. And it's going to start traveling a lot backstage in AEW. If I don't get what I want, I'm out. It's as simple so, as that.
1: Hey, I, Sean, I I would agree with you. I think it's your time now. And uh, I want to thank you for the time. I'm looking forward to seeing you tonight in action on Rampage. Again, as you said, a special start time of 5.30 p.m. Rampage on TNT. Sean Spears, the chairman, I, I'm a big fan. I appreciate you coming out. You've always been no matter what I feel about your relationship with MJF and things that you've done, you've always been very respectful to me, always been very respectful to the show. So you always have my respect, Sean, and I appreciate you.
0: I would appreciate it. If you said that I was one of your favorite wrestlers one more time before I leave. And Gabby, Gabby, I know you're listening your producer. Can you please uh, audio clip it and send it to me so that I have that for my archives for the rest of time?
1: Okay. So, it's already I'll, on its way to you, Sean. Don't even worry about it. You it. Well, let me let me say it clear for those in the back that may not have heard it. The chairman, Sean Spears, one of my favorite pro wrestlers in the world right now in 2022. How's it? My man, Greg.
0: My man, Greg. Wow. I appreciate you guys.
1: <laughs> All right, Sean. You got his so nickname. Greg. Right, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's... Sure, sure Thank thanks you guys. again, my friend. I appreciate it.
0: Hi everyone, Lindsey Rhodes here. A little bit sad that the NFL Draft is in the rearview mirror. It's one of my favorite things on the NFL calendar, but it gave us lots of new things to dive into on my podcast, The NFL Roadshow. Who got better? Whose picks left us scratching our heads? Which players do we need to put on our radar now for fantasy? It's a lot to digest, and we will do so
2: with new episodes every Thursday for the rest of the off season. So please join us, subscribe,
0: and listen wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. AEW owner and president, Mr. Tony Khan. Tony, good morning to you.
3: Good morning, Dave. Thank you for having me on. How are you?
1: I'm great, and I can't wait for Rampage tonight, special time of 5.30. We already got everything set, Tony. Can we, is, there,
3: gonna, is it fair to say for a lot of the audience it's today instead of tonight? Would that be a fair disclaimer?
1: Uh, is it? I, that's a, it's today. Wow, Tony. It's, it's you know today. What? It's today. You're right. I mean, well, I guess say, it's you, a, know, you
3: know, for the folks on the East Coast, I think it's the early bird special, the happy hour— <laughs> Yes. Uh, for some of the folks on the West Coast, it might actually be too early for happy hour. So That's true. It's it's 2.30 Pacific time, 2.30 for the West Coast, 3.30 at Mountain Time, 4.30 Central Time for all my Illinois people, and 5.30 Eastern Time, uh, the early bird special today on AEW Rampage on TNT.
1: Well, already Gabby is already set up with her friends because Gabby's young, so she's doing happy hour with... AEW Rampage uh later on today. And so and then, you know, like you said on the West Coast maybe a little early bird special or lunch. So I I dig the early time Tony and I'm glad we're getting that early time to again today as you said 5:30 Eastern time uh for AEW Rampage.
3: Well, it's going to be a great show today on TNT. I'm really excited. I'm excited to see- for Mark to be there, and Mark, we're going to have a a great time on the show. And we're really coming off, I think, one of our best episodes of AEW Dynamite we've ever done. Uh, You know, we've done 136 episodes now of Wednesday Night Dynamite. And I really, really thought the show on TBS the other night was one of the strongest ones we've ever done.
2: Tony, I almost had a heart attack. I started off at the monitor, and I ended up walking out into the breeze wave because I just had to see Darby and Matt heart uh, uh Jeff Hardy up close and in person and my heart jumped out of my chest was
3: I was awesome. so impressed it was such a great man it was great wow yeah it was it was really something in this Owen Hart Foundation Cup Memorial Tournament has just been fantastic. And, Mark, I know you were close to the late, great Owen Hart, and it was just so great to have Martha Hart and her family there. It was great for me to meet OJ and Athena, Owen Hart's kids. Martha brought their family to the show, and it was just tremendous. It was a great way to start the tournament out. I thought that Adam Cole versus Dax Harwood was an excellent, excellent Opening match for this tournament. Uh, we followed it up an excellent opening match on the women's bracket was Jamie Hader versus Tony Storm. Tony Storm advancing in the tournament, and like you said, Mark, we wrapped the show up with a classic, classic main event: Darby Allen versus Jeff Hardy. Two daredevils going head to head, trying crazy stuff to earn the win. In the end, Jeff Hardy coming out on top. And it sets up a huge match for next week on Wednesday Night Dynamite with Jeff Hardy versus Adam Cole. And more action in the tournament tonight or today, depending on where you live. The women's bracket continues today on Rampage in a huge match. The former world champion, Riho, taking on one of our top stars, Ruby Soho. That's going to be a great, great match on Rampage tonight on the East Coast, today on the West Coast on our early bird special on TNT AW rampage. Yeah.
1: And you just mentioned it, Tony, uh, uh, about the Owen Hart uh, foundation tournament and watching dynamite on Wednesday and seeing that opening contest in that main event. And I mentioned this to, to Tommy dreamer yesterday on the show, uh, to, to watch, you know, Martha Hart and see her cheering and clapping, uh, to professional wrestling. I mean, this is somebody who I'm sure for a very long time did never wanted to hear those two words together. And to see her getting excited and cheering, it brings a tear to yard and goosebumps. It was an amazing moment on Wednesday night, Tony.
3: It was a great night. It was an amazing night at AEW Dynamite on Wednesday night. And like I said, I thought that it was one of our strongest cards going into the show. I really believed it had the potential to be one of the best shows. But, you know, a lot of times shows have potential and they don't come together. And this was not that. This was a show that really I thought everything went smooth. The matches were great. There were some huge moments that really delivered. Of course, the Blackpool Combat Club, Moxley and Brian Danielson and Wheeler Utah and Lord William Regal all getting involved with Jericho, the Jericho Appreciation Society, and the rivalry with Eddie Kingston. I thought that was a great moment, great ending, great to see Lord Regal landing that punch on Jericho. So many great things about it. And I do backstage have to give a lot of credit to Chris Jericho because it was his relationship that he had built with Martha Hart and the respect that Chris Jericho had built with Dr. Martha Hart that really put me in a good position where he introduced me to her. I spent many, many hours on Zoom with Martha. We built this relationship and built trust, and it's helped us build this partnership with the Owen Hart Foundation, led by Dr. Martha Hart. And now we're having these great matches, this great tournament. And exactly like you said, Dave, it's just so special to have Dr. Martha Hart participating in the tournament. As a spectator, not getting in the ring. But uh, great to have her there with her family. And it is something very new for them. You know, you can tell when you're with them for them to come back to pro wrestling and for OJ and Athena Hart to be part of a wrestling show. But it was just awesome having them. They're such nice, great people. And watching them get excited and enjoying the matches was one of my own personal highlights of the night. So I'm glad to hear you enjoyed that, watching it yourself, David.
1: There's there's no doubt. And, you know, it was a great show. And another big part of it, CM Punk, obviously. Uh, you sat next to CM Punk in at the media scrum after AEW Revolution in Orlando. And, you know, Punk went was in tears when talking about the match that he had with MJF, that dog collar match. You could just see him fall back in love with pro wrestling again and be at a place where he never thought he would ever be again in front of a sold out crowd, doing what he loves to do. Um, And now the next step for him is going to be championship gold. And it's going to be very, very interesting. These next few shows leading up to double or nothing, uh, how he is really locked and focused on that AEW world heavyweight championship.
3: Yes, absolutely. Uh, And it was great to have Hangman Page in attendance for CM Punk picking up a great win over John Silver, one of the hometown heroes. Uh, It was a great reception, great ovation for Johnny. And he fought hard against the number one contender and did his best, which is all you can ask. And in the end, CM Punk picked up a big win on Dynamite. It puts him one step closer to challenging One of our greatest champions, I think probably the single greatest champion in the history of AEW, Hangman Page, the world champion.
1: Yeah, looking forward to that, Mark.
2: I I was so blown away with how how the show started. Um, You know, Adam Cole said that he needed to win that tournament. And... For him to say that, at his stature, I thought was like really, really breathtaking. Because he put over the fact that Dax Harwood is a is a great wrestler, and and he's not going to look over him or look past him. And I, I hate that Dax didn't get it done, but it, it took a really good man to beat him. And uh, the putting that card together must have been. Um, made you say, you know what, I know this is going to be a great show because of the way that it looked on paper. Did you ever look at that card and just go, oh, this is the one?
3: Yeah, I actually was pretty vocal going in uh that I thought this was going to be one of the best episodes we ever did of Wednesday Night Dynamite. And you don't always look at the card and say, this might be the best show we've ever done when it's all said and done but I really felt that way on Wednesday. And I, I think it lived up to that kind of hype. I was on the show with Dave earlier on Wednesday, about 48 hours ago. And I mentioned to Dave and Tommy and Mickey and, and Gabby and everybody here on the show that I thought that this was possibly the strongest lineup we've ever had. We've done now 136 episodes of AEW Wednesday night dynamite. And yeah, You're totally right, Mark. It felt like one of the strongest lineups we've ever had. And, again, it really paid off with a great show and did a great rating. That was a big number for Dynamite. Uh, You know, to be up week over week, we did a great number last week. We were the top show on cable outside of the NBA playoff coverage, and the NBA playoffs have done very well this year. Uh, And for everything else on TV, we've been at the top pretty much every Wednesday outside of the NBA playoff coverage. There was even more tough competition this week. I know the NBA landscape better than I understand the NHL landscape. I've just followed basketball and even worked in basketball uh, at times in my life and and followed it probably closer than hockey. I just know more about it and have been closer to it. Like I said, growing up and even working in college basketball and, and following the NBA. So I I know their ratings a bit better, but I knew it was going to be a tough competition week when I went through the office, like, you know, during commercial breaks or if I had to run back really quickly, you know, during a commercial to use the bathroom, going back and forth during the AEW taping on Wednesday and Britt Baker was back in the office watching hockey. So I knew there was a big (laughs) hockey game on (laughs) and so I was like, okay, there's a lot, there's really going to be a lot of competition tonight. And we came out, we were actually up week over week. And, you know, despite all the competition and and that pulling away from our lead in, uh, we actually managed to draw a bigger audience. It was the biggest audience the second hour in particular has done in some time. And I think it was due to the quality of the show that it, It was strong in the beginning, and it it only got stronger. And it was, like you said, Mark, a great way to launch a great tournament with Adam Cole versus Dax opening the men's bracket. Adam Cole winning with a sharpshooter, no less, in the Owen Hart Memorial Cup Tournament. And Jamie Hayter, Tony Storm, what an awesome match. And Tony Storm, the first, first person to advance to the semifinals in the women's bracket. Just a great, great night of wrestling, and it sets up for what's going to be a great night or a great day, depending on which coast you're on, uh, here for this early bird special on Rampage today on TNT, 5.30 Eastern Time tonight, or 2.30 Pacific Time today, or 4.30 in Chicago. Maybe early for happy hour, the early bird special. Ah, there you go. Early bird special, hour, I like it. sure.
2: Tony, yeah. you mentioned Britt Baker watching hockey in the back. What a heel! We're in the home of the Islanders, and she comes out with a Pittsburgh Penguins jersey on.
3: <laughs> yeah, there was some good Islanders trolling there with uh.
2: For oh my God!
3: Her Penguins outfit, and also we've got Ugh. Ian Funk in his Tavares jersey. So that got, that riled up the people of Long Island. It's a bit of a bizarre world. For AEW, when we go to <laughs> Long Island with CM Punk and the reactions they have to him and MJF getting cheered, uh, it, it's it's quite a scene on Long Island. So it should be another fun show tonight. Uh, AEW at UBS Arena, there, kind of on the border of Queens and on Long Island, and great card. The TNT Championship is at stake tonight. Mark, you'll be speaking to the champion Scorpio Sky and a top defender, Frankie Kazarian. And it's interesting because looking back at AEW history, going back a few years, these two were the first ever world tag team champions in AEW history. They went on an amazing run together. And now they're meeting for the first time ever going one on one wrestling each other. And it's for the TNT Championship. And huge stakes, and this should be a great match. They were a great team, and I think they're going to have great chemistry as opponents. They certainly know each other very, very well. They teamed for years. They actually teamed for a long time before AEW even launched. They teamed up in Ring of Honor, uh, and they're great friends. So, really excited tonight for Scorpio Sky versus Frankie Kazarian, and Mark, you're going to talk to these two guys before they go one-on-one in the main event of Rampage tonight on TNT. I'm
2: going to have to make a note of that because, um, you know, you you think about the history that they had together and now going against each other, uh, I'm going to have to bring that up.
3: That's great. Well, I'm I'm excited for that. That's going to be great hearing you talk to the two guys one-on-one before they lock up, and I'm excited to see them lock up for the TNT championship. Scorpio Sky won the title back in dramatic, great fashion, winning a ladder match a couple weeks ago over Sammy Guevara, and now making a great defense of the championship in a big match on this really special rampage. And again, just can't stress it enough, very different time slot. We're used to being on at 10 o'clock at night on the East Coast, 9 o'clock Central, and it's a little bit different now. We're on at 4.30 in Chicago and the whole Midwest and the Central Time Zone today, and 5:30 on the East Coast, 2:30 Pacific. It's a very different time for us. And these guys, both California guys, SCU, former World Tag Team Champions, and uh, for a couple Southern California guys going one on one, uh, their hometown fans. This will be a little bit of an early start for them. So 2:30 p.m. on the West Coast on TNT. Uh, that main event should be hitting the ring just after 3 p.m. And we're going to start the show out in hot fashion at 530 Eastern, 230 Pacific with a big trios match uh, to start the night. First time we've seen the death triangle team up as a trio in a very long time. Of course, Ray Phoenix this is only a second match back from a terrible injury he sustained at the very beginning of the year. And now, as we get towards mid-year, he's finally back. To be honest, I say finally, but for anybody else, I think they'd still be out. He recovered incredibly quickly. We really missed him for several months while he was out with that injury to his arm that he suffered in a championship match. And, you know, now he's back. The Death Triangle's back. And they're taking on a very, very tough streak for the Blade and Mark Quen three members of the AFO, three guys who teamed up before. Should be an awesome, awesome, awesome match to kick things off on Rampage. Again, can't stress it enough, at a very special start time, 5.30 p.m. Eastern tonight, 4.30 p.m. Central time, and and 2.30 Pacific.
1: Yeah, and, and Tony, and you've been great coming on with us, and you've broken news here. I'm Busted Open before. And I know a lot of people are talking about the Joker for the AEW Dynamite uh, for the tournament. Um, I, I just want to make it clear that it's not me. I know a lot of people have seen the Greca lean that I did off the ring apron a couple of weeks back. But, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be stepping into the ring. I just wanted to clarify that for you and for anybody that might be listening.
3: Well, Thank I God. heard about the Greca lean. And congratulations, Dave! You just keep getting better and better in the ring. Yeah, thank uh, you, Tony. And, uh, it's my pleasure. You like a uh, like a wine, like a great wine. You're getting better with age, like fine wine. And well,
1: f- wow, thank you, Tony. I appreciate that.
3: Speaking of Tony which, is such a uh, nice person. Yeah, <laughs> <he>
2: because <is>. <laughs> I wasn't so gentle.
3: I I, you know I'm trying to be kind today. And uh, (laughs) speaking of which, people getting better, better as we go on. I think our TBS champion Jade Cargill is one of our best stars in AEW. She's been wrestling not for that long. She's just a great athlete who's come in, taken to pro wrestling, and dominated the sport. And you know she's not only been dominant in the ring, but now building up a, a dominant business outside the ring with her baddies faction, bringing the baddies every city AEW goes to. New York, no exception. Uh, up in New York, around the Queens-Long Island border at the UBS Arena, Jade got, got the baddies in attendance and on Rampage tonight on TNT or today on TNT on the West Coast. Uh, we'll hear from Jade and the baddies. going to hear from Red Velvet, who's going to be... Uh, wrestling in the quarterfinals next week in the Owen Hart Cup Tournament. And very excited about that match. Excited to hear from the champ, Jade, and top contender, Red Velvet, about the Owen Hart Cup Tournament. And speaking of the Owen Hart Cup Tournament, I just think it's going to be such a great match tonight. The early bird special on Rampage tonight, when you got Riho, our first ever women's world champion, one of our top stars from the very beginning, Going against Ruby Soho, only one spot to advance to the semifinals of this tournament. We already saw Tony Storm moved on. This is going to be a great match. I really, really believe it. And only one person can advance. And when you've got a great matchup like this, I think it, it really bodes well. And it should be a great show tonight. And that's probably the match I'm most excited about.
1: Yeah, I'm very, very excited about that matchup. And, Rio, we know, like, Ruby Soho, like we talked about earlier with Adam Cole, like Adam Cole says he desperately needs to win this tournament. I think you can say the same for Ruby Soho right now. That's why the stakes are very, very high for this tournament. Obviously, it has a lot to do with respect and admiration. But where it could catapult careers in AEW is so meaningful when it comes to this tournament, Tony.
3: Well, it's going to be a great tournament and it's going to be a great night of pro wrestling tonight on TNT or today on TNT uh, if you're on the West Coast or the Mountain Time Zone. I don't know what you call it in the in Midwest. Central Time Zone, 4.30 p.m. <laughs> yeah. I think that's still today in the late afternoon. So it's going to be uh, another early bird special for us and another really strong card. Uh, I'm excited for it. And uh, Mark, I know... As you get your questions ready for that big main event, as you interview the champion Scorpio Sky, his former partner, top contender, Frankie Kazarian, uh, you know, that should be another great match. And uh, I always look forward to hearing your great catchphrase ahead of the final match of the evening, Mark. Uh, You've really built up something special there when the fans hear it's time for the main event on Rampage.
1: Sirius
3: XM Podcasts. Are you struggling to
0: lower your bad LDL cholesterol, even though you may be taking a statin, swapping steaks for salads, and exercising while listening to this podcast? Ask your doctor if Repatha, Evolacumab, is right for you. With Repatha, you can dramatically reduce bad cholesterol and the risk of another heart attack while enjoying life, too, because you're human. And with convenient self administration, you can take rapatha in the comfort of your own home. Do not take rapatha if you're allergic to it. Rapatha can cause serious allergic reactions. Signs include trouble breathing or swallowing, or swelling of the face. Most common side effects include runny nose, sore throat, common cold symptoms, flu or flu like symptoms, back pain, high blood sugar and redness, pain, or bruising at the injection site. Visit rapatha.com or call 1 844 rapatha. Talk to your doctor today about Rapatha.
2: This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating.